It's driving me out of my mind. That girl is starting if I can't get her out of my head. This girl, I think honestly, she's a nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I gotta stop doing this stupid shit. Episode 21 of the Bleezy Show. Of course, your one and only host, Blair Fields, is here. So, episode 21, last year of 20, well, last day, I should say, of 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. 2022 is finally almost here. I've been done with this year for a long time. I've been I'm done with this decade already, but good riddance to this atrocity of a year. I hate doing end of the year recaps, but for the sake of entertainment, I'll do a quick one. Uh, so January 6th, that feels like years ago already. I remember that day I was at work and one of my old coworkers, uh, he came up to me. He said, yo, they storming the Capitol. They fucking breaking in. They hitting cops. And I'm like, I don't believe that shit. Like, he's exaggerating. Went on my phone. To my dismay, niggas was storming the Capitol. And that day, I was arguing with people. Like, you could say that was probably just as devastating as 9-11, arguably. Because the thing about that, a mass mob of people breaking into the Capitol the chambers and offices of where senators, representatives uh, vote, threatening to kill them, going to their offices, going through their private stuff. That's some French Revolution shit. That shit is not supposed to happen in 2021, not in America at least. So that was January 6th. A couple months later, we all know what happened with the Afghanistan fiasco with Joe Biden pulling the army and the military out very soon or too soon causing a shit storm although i would say i agree with his decision to pull him out i don't agree with his method like he should have did it more in a you know cautious manner that you know included getting everyone out safely and soundly and or more organized and i'm i'm kind of glad that a lot of the afghan refugees went to jersey because if they went to any of these other states, I already know the racism and intolerance towards Middle Eastern foreigners would have been super horrible. So shout out to Jersey for taking in a lot of uh, Afghan refugees. Fast forward that, Mark Zuckerberg re- announces the metaverse and meta introduces us to this you know, digital fantasy world that's going to probably change the course of our lives in the next five to ten years. The thing that scares me about the metaverse is that the kids who are like four or five years old now who are going to grow up with that, they're not going to be able to adapt to what the real world is. I'm already seeing people talking about buying property in a digital world, trying to create a lifestyle in the digital world, because a lot of people feel like we're just going to be interacting and communicating, you know, digitally in the future all the time. And I pray to God that there's never uh, a day where we are all in the digital world, like on some Matrix shit. 
Like, we all know what happens in the Matrix, in the real story of the Matrix. So I'm praying it's not like that because I would hate to lose my sanity or my real life to a digital world. And then last and not least, we all know the the elephant in the room, COVID, been kicking our ass for the last two years, still kicking our ass. Uh, look, I'm just going to say it. At this point, if you're not vaccinated... If you're not, if you choose not to wear a mask, you know, I can't continue to waste breath as a person on you if you feel like you're above science. After two years, we got all the information or most of the information we need. We got all the necessary resources to combat the virus. If people choose not to take heed and listen to that, then I can't pray for you no more. I can't necessarily communicate you, communicate to you in a better way of the efficacy of you know, all these resources. And we're all just trying to survive out here. We're all just trying to make it through this pandemic. Obviously, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, but, you know, the miseducation just needs to stop. And there are people out there that, you know, they never took a medical course in their life, and they feel like they're, you know, more experienced or more well-knowledged than these doctors and virologists. Just stop it. All I can suggest is listen to the experts. Your experts are not your friends, not your families, not these conspiracy kooks. And let's just try to go back to normal, please. I just want to go to a an event where I don't have to get tested or show a COVID card or some vaccine. Like, please. So right now, we all should be focused on 2022. You know, I'm really trying to set myself up in a position to get myself really out there in the world. I need to learn how to be more tech savvy because obviously I'm not the most digital savvy person like especially on my phone or my laptop i'm I'm not the type of person to spend hours on my phone or laptop i don't like speaking to people for long periods of time uh especially if the conversation isn't towards like progress like i just hate talking to people just for talking to people you know i don't want to speak to family members who are not reciprocating the same energy that i need to accomplish in this world a lot of people especially family members take away from you rather than add to you and i'm not gonna lie I'm going to probably find a new job and career field this year. I realize my efforts and my talents and my time has not been appreciated or valued the way I thought it was. And I've been looking for a new job for about a year now, if I'm being honest. But now I'm I'm seriously taking it to the next level because I had interviews here and there. I had people recruit me. But I was like, yeah, I still like my job enough where I don't want to leave it not knowing when I'm going to enter. But now, because of a lot of recent events that exasperated the situation, and I might get fired for sharing this, but it's whatever at this point because I don't even care anymore. But I'll share with you guys the story. So about three and a half weeks ago, December 6th, I came to work. It was a Monday morning, and I had a dry cough. I didn't think nothing of it because usually when I get a dry cough, it means either I have a sore throat or I just need to drink something hot to really clear my vocal cords and nasal airways. Like I I wasn't even thinking about COVID really. So from December 6th to December 8th, from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the cough continued in my body. And I was coming to work. I worked a full shift Monday. I worked a full shift Tuesday. Mind you, I didn't have a fever. I didn't have any other symptoms. Like I said, I didn't feel like I had COVID because the only symptom I had was the cough. 
So Wednesday comes. I'm like 20 minutes into my shift. You know, I'm talking to this, the FedEx dude. And I, I'm telling him, like, I'm exaggerating. Obviously, I'm exaggerating. He's like, yo, how you feeling, brother? I'm like, yo, I feel like shit. But it's because of the cough. Like, the cough was had me feel like shit. So, obviously, one of my coworkers, he was there. He reported it to HR. And then they told me, like, yo, you got to go home, right? This is, like, 20 minutes into my shift. Because they're like, yo, you got symptoms of COVID. You got to go home. So, I was like, all right, whatever. I'll go home. Went home that day. I went to like a, a spot called Know Your Health in T-Neck or No Health. And um, I got a PCR test on Wednesday. So I got my result Friday. It was negative. If I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm not going to lie. My cough did get worse progressively. And then I started to get flu-like system, symptoms like the fever, chills, muscle aches. So then I was like, all right, maybe it is COVID. And maybe I just texted negative this one time, but maybe now I got COVID. So the following Monday, after I got my results back on Friday, I went and got tested again at the same spot. I was in constant contact with HR. I was being very transparent with my symptoms and how I felt and everything like that. So I told her, I was like, yo, I'm going to get tested Monday. You know, obviously, if this test comes back negative, then I obviously don't have COVID. So I come Wednesday comes, I test negative for COVID again. So then I tell the HR person, and she's just like, "Yo, all right." So since you tested negative twice in a week span, at the time the CDC was like, "You gotta quarantine for ten days." So mind you, it was only been seven days since I left my job because this is the Wednesday after I got sent home. So. He communicates with me like, yo, you could come back to work Thursday, the next day, even though I still had symptoms. I was still coughing and I still felt like a little sick. I felt worse than the previous week, to tell you the truth. So I came in, even though I tested negative for COVID twice and I had symptoms, um, no one was complaining about me coughing. No one sent me home. Even though I had the same symptoms I had the week before, all right? So fast forward to yesterday. We have a new store manager because we've been going to do a shit show the last two, three months. So my new store manager started when I was quarantined, quote unquote, right? So she's only been in the store, I would say, for like two weeks now. So she pulls me to the side like when she's before she starts to go home. And she's like, yo, we need to talk. So I, I haven't known her that long, but I already know when when she says that it's something serious. So she pulls me to the side and she hands me a a, a correction, like a, a write-up thing from the company that the company wanted to issue because I violated the health and safety protocols of the company. Right? And this wasn't just like a, a warning or a note to file. She gave me a final warning. Now, I don't know if you guys know what a final warning means, but that's like the 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 mark of death, right? That means basically if I speak to a coworker wrong or if a customer complains about me, I could be terminated without hesitation. So a final warning, in my opinion, means the company's just trying to get rid of me for either no reason at all or for a reasonable cause. In this point, 
I don't see how coming to work with a cough is a final warning. So I asked her, I was like, yo, why am I getting a final for coming in with a cough when they asked me to come back to work and I still had the same cough from the previous week and no one reported me or tried to send me home then. There was no problem. And I have nothing against the new store manager. I think she's amazing. I like her work ethic. I know she wasn't there for the whole thing. So I know this is not her doing because she wasn't even around. So I knew this order had to come from the HR department, the woman I was speaking to throughout when I was quarantined. And um, the store manager is just a middleman. They're going to force her to, to deliver the bad news because that's what bitch niggas do. They put other people to do their business and their bid, bidding and shit. So basically, I got a final warning because I'm a, a, man, a, a member of management and I should have known about the health and safety precautions and taken the correct precautions to ensure the safety of everybody. But basically, they're saying I should have never came to work if I had any symptoms of COVID-19 because I was exposing and putting the welfare of my coworkers in danger. And like I said previously, if I had any hint of myself having COVID-19, I would have not come to work. But I came to work with a slight cough and I was able to finish my shift Monday and Tuesday and no one complained, even though I was coughing the whole day. Not like crazy. I was like coughing every like, I would say five to 10 minutes. There's a cough in between, but I was still able to work. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have no chills. I was like, yo, I just have a, a, a slight tingle in my throat. No mo, right? So uh, whatchamacallit, Wednesday, I still had the cough. And I guess that's when they was like, all right, he might be infectious. I get it. Like you want to protect the company in your assets. You don't want to outbreak. I understand that shit. But let me remind you, they gave me the Thursday to the following Wednesday off. And when I came back Thursday, I still had the same symptoms, if not worse. And I tested negative for COVID twice, right? So why didn't anybody feel at that time I was endangering them when I came back to work coughing? Probably just as bad. So for me, I'm done. This is the final straw. My worker, my my coworkers know I bust my ass every day. I do what needs to be done for our our store to succeed. And for me, to get a final a final warning is the craziest shit, right? Because mind you, in my company, a final warning doesn't just mean all the shit I said previously. That means I'm not allowed to mess up, and I'm prohibited from getting a raise or promotion for an entire year. So if you think I'm going to bust my ass for another year knowing I can't get promoted or raised, you're fucking crazy, bro. So with that being said, I'm heading into this new year. I'm trying to find a new job, a new career. You know, this one, I'm done. Sorry. I showed as much loyalty as I can, but that loyalty is not being reciprocated, so... I'm going to just do me, man, because I'm, I'm tired of doing what's best for everybody else. And this goes for anyone out there. If your family or friends or job, whatever it is, isn't giving you that same energy or that same effort you're giving, you need to find something else that's going to match the energy that you're looking for. All of my niggas know what to expect from me and what I'm capable of. I don't know um, with anything else, anything I put myself through. I'm not going to put myself in a position for someone to ask me out or someone to fuck me over. So 
if, if they just want to fucking fire me, I'm not going to let them fire me. I'm going to fucking show myself the door. That's a good thing about being Blair Fields. I'm I'm a very likable person. Yeah, you could say I burned a lot of bridges and friendships in my life. But the reason I burn bridges is because I know I could swim well. Not literally, but figuratively. Like, I could walk into many rooms and make a great impression. My personality gives me, like, a, a upper hand over my hard work. And now I think it's the time in my life where I allow my personality to take form and to take me to heights that my hands can never. And I think definitely by March, April, I'm going to have a new career, new field, where I'm appreciating the value. But it's New Year's Eve. I'm trying to be in a good mood. I'm trying to – I got wine in my hand. I'm trying to really enjoy myself. I was looking at New Year's plans, actually. Uh, but obviously, we know New York City is on fire right now. These cases – are doubling every hour. Uh, this girl I met like a month ago, uh, she's from like Baltimore and shit. I know she wanted to go see the the ball drop because she's never seen it like up close since she moved up here. She moved up here like two, three years ago. And I told her like, not to disappoint you, but there's no fucking way you're getting me to see the ball drop. I think people who live in America who don't live in New York or New Jersey or Connecticut, like the metropolitan area, they think the Times Square ball drop is like this magnificent Disney magical event and that it's like a once in a lifetime experience. And I had to explain to her like the chaos it takes to get to Times Square during the day and the chaos it takes just to leave Times Square afterwards. And I told her like, yo, you don't want to stand in 20 degree weather for four to five hours just to see a ball slowly move and drop just to yell happy new years around a bunch of strangers because that's what it is. I had to explain to her and I'm not doing that shit again. I already did it in high school. I'm not doing that shit again. I thought when I, when I first went, I thought it was going to be like fireworks and amazing and everyone's going to be, you know, I just thought I had a different image in my mind of what it was going to be. And it wasn't anything at all. I thought niggas was going to be spinning and doing cartwheels and shit off the steps. Nigga, it was cold. It was freezing. None of the shit I thought happened. I was tight. It took us uh, like three hours just to get six, seven blocks away. And it took another hour and a half just to leave the area because it was so crowded. Police got all the side streets blocked off. It's a disaster. They should honestly end that shit. It's a disaster. And I was thinking about going to a club or a lounge, but these niggas charging $100 for a ticket at the door. And I'm not, like, it's not, it's like maybe like a a glass of champagne at midnight included, but I'm paying $100 for no bottle service or fucking a food voucher. Like, it's just a straight $100 fee just to be inside. Like, nah, that's most ridiculous shit I ever heard in my life. Talking about running a scam or a scheme. And I think the prices, they double it on holidays like this. Usually it's like what, like five, ten, not like ten dollars, twelve dollars. And now they're charging you like twenty, twenty-five dollars for a cocktail. That's not it's made by this bum ass nigga or this bum ass bitch. And it's not even all that good. Like make at least make it a oh a cocktail should be no more than fifteen dollars. I don't care where you are on this planet. No more than 15 U.S. dollars. 
And then on top of that, the club is packed. You can't move. You can't dance. You can't talk to any woman because there's niggas all around you. There's hookah smoke fog around you. I was checking out some Airbnbs, but I was like, you know what? They're going to charge a pretty price. It's Saturday. And on top of that, it's New Year's. I was like, nah, they're definitely going to charge four or $500 for a night. So that shit is all ridiculous. And I know inflation is like up 7 8%, but goddamn, niggas is charging two thighs and a breast for regular shit. So New Year's is looking like a, a dub, a double dub, like I said. Unless I can find a small house party or a small speakeasy to chill at, you know, I would love to do that. This is why having a girlfriend, I need to get a girlfriend, bro. Like, having a girlfriend is so much easier because I feel like women are just better planners. Women women can make the best out of, like, just staying home for a, a night like this New Year's. Like, nigga, like, I'm not, what I'm going to do, make my bed, clean my room, and watch a movie tonight, like. I feel like a woman would would plan something nice, have candles, uh, put on a nice like a uh, movie, put on something romantic, have a nice dinner and dish ready. This is why yeah, I need to go back to, to having a girlfriend. Man. I, I'm fuck being this alone shit. I never born in the new year with a well. I can't say with a without a girlfriend. I had, but I was miserable. But I never born in the new year with a girl I really really like loved and was infatuated with. Like I, I need to. To bring in next year, probably that's probably gonna be my goal. So that's probably gonna be one of my resolutions and shit. But um, yeah, a nice like quaint date with a woman that would be very nice for New Year's. Fuck chilling with niggas. Fuck chilling with all these random people. I ain't doing that shit no more. All right, but I'm gonna start to wrap the pot up. I'm already like 20 minutes in blabbering to y'all motherfuckers about this shit. But um, last poem of the year. You know what I'm saying? I always got to write the poem for the pod. Poems and pod got to go together. All right. So, new year, new blair, new nigga. Who cares? Who fulfilled? Who succeed? Who died? Who's here? Fuck a resolution. Resonate with revolution. Hit the ones who always win and never lose them. What's the point having a brain if you never use it? All the tech you got starts with smart, but you a dumb human. FaceTime with people who are two-faced. Harvey Dent wouldn't even try to find a new case. Faceless expressions, that's why I fuck with the question. Follow your heart and just learn from your lessons. I never believed in the one like Niobe on the Nebuchadnezzar. I did what I want. They said I could never. Oxymoron for these morons taking oxy. Prodigy causing havoc because my mob deep. They killed the piece of black culture when they canceled Cosby. Skating on thin ice my whole life, Sidney Crosby. I didn't know how to swim when I was in Jaws' teeth. Barely alive, sleeping with death, losing all sleep. Think about CO2 emissions when you cruising y'all jeeps. Wolves been extinct and all y'all niggas is sheeps. Last poem of the year, nigga. All right, yo, so happy New Year's Eve to everybody. Be safe. Don't drive drunk. Don't fuck drunk. Don't don't do anything drunk unless you unless you just be drunk drunk. That's all you gotta do is just be drunk drunk. Don't don't do anything irresponsible. I mean, I got work the next day in the morning, so my curfew is two a.m. If I'm not home by two a.m., I'm calling out. I'm dead ass. There's no way I'm going to work with a hangover from New Year's. That's there's no way, Jose. But oh, everyone, thank you for tuning into the pod. Very much appreciated. Very much love. 
2022. I'm definitely going to try to do bigger things, more things with this pod. So just look out. Please spread the word. If you want to join, you know where to find me. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Have a happy new year.